What's up, Pat? Glad you're here, baby. What's up, Dan? I've been obsessed with this song lately. Where's the volume on this? You think the longer we go, the riskier it gets? What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. That's a song called Find Yourself by Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real. And it is a fucking jam. And I really like it a lot. And you should go listen to that album. I haven't even listened to the album yet. All I've gotten to listen to is that song, but it's really good. The rest of the album is just hate speech. Jeez, I hope not. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. You're listening to This Might Sound Stupid, a podcast where two friends uh, who enjoy each other's company needed a reason to get together once a week and hang out. And then COVID happened, so now we do it remotely, but we still do it once a week. And I think it's helping us keep our sanity. Mm-hmm. If this is your first time listening to us, you can subscribe to us literally wherever you get a podcast, whatever at platform, maybe not Stitcher, actually. Uh, but then you wouldn't be listening to us on Switcher, so... Swisher? What is it? Swishers? What's it? I don't know anymore. <laughs> um, you should also create a Twitch account if you don't have one. If you do have a Twitch account, go out to twitch.tv forward slash this might sound stupid. Follow us on Twitch. Uh, turn on notifications so that you can watch us when we go live because it is the most fun way to watch us. Jump in our mm-hmm. chat, participate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Find reasons to uh, to laugh and be merry once a week uh, mm-hmm. on the internet. Um, and if you ever want to email us, you can email us at this might sound stupid at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at TMSS underscore podcast. At TMSS underscore podcast. Dan. Yes. Let's check in with our sponsors. Joy, Joy the good boy is curled up. Nice and snug. Looking, looking super adorable. He loves that blanket. That blanket is super warm. It's like faux fur. Mm-hmm. And it is. It's one of the best blankets we have. We're also, a little bit. we're also brought to you, huh? Oh, he, was, he was vibrating. Oh, is he, he dreaming already? I think so. He was big dreaming last night. Like full, just going, rah, rah, rah. just... Some sort of squirrel got him riled up in his dream. Oh, I woke him up. <laughs> you said the magic word. Uh, we're also brought to you by Mike Long, who is a talented designer from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Dan. Yes, we're, sir. We're five days into it, man. Day five? Five days? 
Okay. You got it. You got it. Five days into it. In two? You can do it. Read our mind. 36 I'm ninjas thinking, here. I'm thinking we're uh, we're six days. Damn it. We're six days into it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it started on Saturday? Yeah. Shit. We had a fire at your house. That's right. Man. That seems like it was only five days ago. <laughs> Uh, we are six days into the new sumo tournament, and today I was going to try to catch up on some of them uh, during 3000, and you know what they say about the best laid plans. They come to fruition. They often go awry is what they say, Dan. So I only watched about 10 minutes of day one. Okay. So I'm way behind. I, didn't, I haven't even gotten to see my boy and Enho. Enho? Enho. Enho. Or Token Notion. Token Notion? Yep. Yeah, Tochi yeah. Notion. Huh? Tochi Notion. Tochi Notion. Something wrong with Mice and Men screwing up. Uh, but yeah, I'm behind. How's it been? Uh, good. Both Yokozuna are out, which is unfortunate. Do you know, hold on, do you know if it's because of injury? Yes. Um, you, yes, you know? <laughs> or yeah, yeah, yes, that's it mine. is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so they, they've both been up, yeah, I think it's two tournaments now, so there'll be a lot of pressure on them to compete Get back. in January. Wait a minute, 36 Ninjas didn't say screwing up, he just said screwing. That's not right. I don't think. Been a long time since I read that book. Um, but yeah, so hopefully tomorrow. I'm hoping tomorrow. Hold on, I'll get into this in a second. What are you drinking, sure. Dan? Uh, this is called Merc Merchants. Okay. From Blackstack. From Blackstack. It's a quadruple IPA. Quadruple IPA. Jesus Christ. Twelve and a half percent. You looked like you were almost surprised when you saw that. Did you take the day off tomorrow? <laughs> We're going to find out. <laughs> that was a good crack. 36 Ninjas, what is that line from? I can't place it. The birds are singing. The bees are trying to have sex with them, as, as is my understanding. Is that Bart? That sounds like a Bart thing. It sounds like a Bart line, but I can't place it. The Simpsons. Bart was on The Simpsons. Thanks, buddy. Mm-hmm. Feed keep going out for anyone? Our, it seems our, fine for me when I'm looking at it. Our data has have stayed good. Knock on wood. How it is, Dan? Suckerflop says not him. Ninja says not him. Ooh. Good? Lots of flavor. How boozy it is. None. None? Oh, man, I fucking hate COVID so goddamn fucking much. Holy hell. Well, I guess we'll see what... We'll, we'll Ask me in half an hour. I wish you were here and we could split it. And then you would sleep over. <laughs> um, I, for the first... I, for the first time, have found the limitations of the Playmate cooler Ooh, okay. by Igloo. I can't get it closed. Uh. Because it's too full? Because it's too... F the, the bottles that I bought, the experimental bottles that I bought, are too big. 
Oh. But uh, I bet you, I bet you they'll still be ice cold because Igloo makes a good cooler. It's like we established last podcast. Igloo is the working man's cooler. It's the every man's cooler. Yep, and every every man do not drink experimental beers. Well, I mean, it's you're hoity, you're hoity toity. We know it. It's only kind of experimental. I'm glad. I'm glad the wall of beef's here. I think he may have pointed this out before, but if he hasn't, this art made me think of him. Pinkus? Pinkus. It's a Hefeweizen, and I don't. I really like this artwork, uh, and for some reason, it just makes me think of something that Wallabeef would appreciate. Maybe he it, will. It maybe looks, he won't. It looks similar to like the, to the to the to the Mika Keller. The other one I got was it's another Pinkus, world's first 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 organic brewery, whatever that means, and this one's a Pills. Okay. But I'm gonna start with the Hef. Alright. It's nice enough, yeah. Half in that big old bottle. Alright, hold on, I gotta crack it open here. With my lighter, because I still don't know. You like the blue better? Okay. If this is too banana-y, I, I'm, I might not drink it. Ooh, the bottle cap is really dope. Will that come through, I wonder? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's not like... Come on. Damn. Glug, 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 glug. I don't know. I can hear it on my headphones, but I don't know if that'll actually come through in the stream. Yeah, I got nothing. Mm, bummer. Ropes. Ropes. That's a good half. Nice. Uh, Wallbeef says, going to say this will be too banana-y clovery. It is not. Uh, I think it's much closer to the flavor that I like in uh, the Polliner Hefeweizen. The sweetness of it is way more subdued, and the creaminess of it is really good. It's really good. Okay. Uh, it is 5.1%, so hopefully I can drink this and the other one and not be trashed. Was that that uh, top 10? No, these were actually at the Whole Foods uh, liquor store. Oh, okay. <clears throat> the only day I had available this week to go to Whole Foods, I had a little time on Monday. So I ran over there on Monday and was like, well, I'm not going to have any time this week to get anywhere else. So I might as well just run in here and grab some generic beers. And I saw these and I was like, oh, I didn't notice that it was organic. I wonder what makes it organic. The way they grow the crops. Yeah, I mean, obviously, right? So I think that's the answer. <laughs> you shut your fucking mouth. Oh. Product, it's from Germany. It's really good. Javin, that's for you, buddy. <laughs> I really like Javin's line. I can see, like, Homer Simpson fingers. Point me towards your most experimental beers, please. It was an experiment. I didn't know if I'd like it, and I really do. Um, experiment succeeded. Su successful experimenting. So, 
what were we, what 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 were we talking about before beer? I uh, sumo. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> uh oh, I know what I was gonna say. So I'm hopeful tomorrow. To uh, I haven't I haven't eaten out this week, so I I have a day. Your wife said, "Huh? Boom." <laughs> Where's speaking to my wife? Why isn't she in chat? Stupid lazy wife. Um. Yeah, get him, damn. What's up, Big J? Um. So yeah, I haven't. I I didn't. I didn't get uh, any takeout this week. So uh, tomorrow, I'm hopeful that my day won't be too crazy, and I'll get to have some hand pies, and I will come home and eat a hand pie or two. And watch some sumo. Uh, but what I'm trying to decide is... I'm trying to decide what the right move is. Because what I've been doing is getting two hand pies and the fries. Sure. I don't eat all the fries because not even I they, can do that. They give you too many fries. They give you way too many fries. So I'm trying to decide what's the move. Just getting two hand pies? Or just getting one hand pie and the fry? It's tough. Big J, it's called Bubs. It's in Woodbury, and they make Australian hand pies. I was telling you about them the other week. Weird. I was watching a video, and they had, and there was just like an anecdote they said about the fact that uh, people from New Zealand and Australia eat like an insane amount of per capita pies. They do? Yeah. Like, like I think they, I think it's, it's like a thing they are known for. The Australians and New Zealanders just eating eating pies, eating hand pies, eating hand pies. Yep. I like them a lot. Yeah. Big J says, go big, son. I'll make you earn it tomorrow. No. <laughs> but that's the, that's the problem, is that if I do eat them, this working, the chat wasn't working for me. Kept saying, trying to reconnect. It's working. Hi, Amber. <laughs> um, the problem is that if I eat two hand pies and some fries, then I'm like, come dinner time, I'm not hungry. No, that's a lot. It's a lot for lunch. It's a lot. So I'm just trying to decide. <laughs> Amber says, I'm here and also gross, Dan. Wink. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I feel like two pies without the fries mm-hmm. just wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't cut it. You need like the fries. Otherwise, it's too much pie. Does that sound right? Well, you're getting the same amount of pie no matter what. What? No, you're not. Not if I get one pie and a, and a side of fries. Oh, but if you went two pies and fries, that's the same amount of pie as just two pies. Yeah. What's up, Kimmy? We're not. We're not. Ta- we're talking about hand pies, which are like savory pies. I'm back. Stupid phone calls. How was your roast, huh? suck flops? Uh, two pies, no fries. You know, I I kind of agree on that. Maybe maybe go with two different flavors. You could you could go with a, a pippin again, a spicy butter, butter chicken. chicken. <laughs> that worked out. <laughs> that worked out perfectly. Um, yeah, I'm intrigued to try the. There's the Mexican one that I don't know what that one tastes like. I think you guys might be right. Two pies, no fries. I th- I think uh, or Javin saying go to the pies, no fries. Because he spelled the T-O. 
Yeah, he, so it's, that's the same thing as getting two pies. Yeah, two the pies. Two the pies. No. No. Pies. <laughs> no. Money down. Um, Kiwi says he never had a hand pie. Neither had we until about six weeks ago, and now we're obsessed with them. There's a place where we are called Bubs, and they, they make authentic Australian hand pies, and they're fucking delicious. Especially, like, it's cold and snowy out right now. So that's the thing. If tomorrow, if it's, like, sunny and back up into, like, the high 30s or low 40s, mm-hmm. then I'll probably get a Pippin, a spicy butter chicken. Mm-hmm. And some other, I'll get another pie. I'll look at what they have. But if it's like it was today where it's like snowy and cold, I got to have the beef Jason is like what you want. Beef Jason all day. It's like a, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's beef stew that you hold in your hand. It's a magic thing. It's Mm -hmm. miraculous. I don't think I'll eat them in the summer, which is funny that they're from Australia. They, they have winter. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's, it definitely is. It's, it's summer there right now. Well, I know, but their winter's not the same. Uh, listen, I follow Emily on Instagram. I see her posting pictures of those kids That's in winter. That's New Zealand. Uh-huh. <laughs> they eat more pies there anyway. I, why, why have you not asked her about pies? Uh, pies? Yeah, I'm going to tag her tomorrow. So, yeah, see if I, I need input from someone that's on the ground. Man, I miss Emily. She was one of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> See you later. So, uh, <laughs> good night, guys. Oh, Amber yeah, said me I too. I make your wife cry. Just mean. Just a bully. Um. Oh, I w- the other thing I was going to bring up is it was so I was watching sumo. Sure. today for like five minutes and then i watched it for probably 10 minutes before you and i connected on discord mm-hmm. and it's so it's like so crazy to see and also so depressing to see like they have live audiences for it in japan because they haven't totally mishandled covid whereas yeah. whereas many of our states are going back into lockdown <laughs> yeah like japan's also trying very hard to put up a a front of oh are they because they they want the olympics to, to happen real bad next year uh and so they're like they're trying to like they, they want to make it seem like like everything like like they are doing better for sure but they're they're also doing a like a it's, it's a big pr thing for them because they really want to not lose all that money for the olympics that makes sense i mean but when you when you read about it or people i'm friends with who live in in kind of more of the asian countries they're just overall are doing better oh yeah that, that that that's for sure big j says i feel like that could backfire in what way i'm curious um yeah suck says they they built a bunch of crap for it for the olympics oh, yeah. is what he's talking i mean everybody does mm-hmm. um but yeah it was just it's it's still weird to see there was a a boxing match two weeks ago where i was watching it it was uh gervonta davis versus uh leo santa cruz 
and I was like, oh, they're doing that weird thing because some some boxing promotions have done it where they pipe in like fan audio. And I was like, it's so weird. Like, how do you, it's just, I don't, I don't get, and then I was like, wait, are there actual people there? And then they would like cut to a different shot. And I was like, holy shit, there's a full, it's somewhere in Texas. Mm-hmm. And they just had a full, like a crowd. I shouldn't say like a full crowd, but I mean, they had like a crowd <laughs> and it wasn't like an outdoor arena. Uh, somewhere in California, I think there's a there's a pretty famous like outdoor boxing arena. Um, I can't, I don't know what the name of it is, but it was, was it wasn't like that. It was Texas, and it was an indoor arena with just people, like not that spread out. And I was just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it's you know that's that that's the the, the two sides that are our country when it comes to the pandemic like that should not have happened that we can both agree that should not be happening in texas no no it was weird uh did i talk about that last week where i was reading that one article that was from uh i think it was from the uk and it was talking about like why why has europe not fared as well as asian countries and there are a lot of people saying like oh well we can't be as authoritarian as the asian countries and they're like well actually that's not necessarily the reasons that many of them are doing better and it was kind of laying out the differences between how many european countries like germany and poland and the uk have handled it versus uh places like malaysia japan uh vietnam or thailand korea i can't remember but they just wrote the U.S. the U.S. off in one sentence in this article. They were like, "The U.S. has just decided to pretend like the COVID isn't a problem." <laughs> just reading it, I was like, "Oh, cool." Mm-hmm. Uh, that, so that is how everybody else looks at us. Yep. Um. But yeah, it looks like uh, it looks like Joe Biden's probably going to be our president, and he'll take it more seriously. Hmm. Um. Man, I was I sent my mom. My mom hadn't seen. Why did Javin just type Homer in all caps or with an exclamation point? Man, my brain is not doing well. All caps. Like why? Um, my mom had not seen pictures of the Four Seasons. Can we talk about the Four Seasons thing? Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, so she hadn't seen it. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I heard about it. And I was like, how have you not seen this? So I sent her pictures of it. And then I sent her the video of Rudy Giuliani going, oh, the networks. Oh, the network. Like, just what a fucking moron. And I was when I was watching it again and sending it to my mom, I was just thinking like, man, e- even if you like like a lot of people said joe biden i didn't want joe biden but he's better than trump it's like even if joe biden is the establishment at least he's not surrounding himself with like total fucking nightmare people you know what i mean like that was that's one the that's one thing i think to take from the election results in like since the democrats like lost some seats in the house and things like that uh people were voting Republican, but not voting for Trump. 
and that's oh interesting i haven't put that together so there are some democrats who lost seats in the house or the senate is that what you're saying yeah so so i so i think people like it's you know like there's there's a lot of you know conservative republican people in this country but there there was a there was the reason that joe biden won is that some of them were just like i'm i'm gonna vote republican but i'm not voting republican for president interesting mm-hmm. that <clears throat> i mean that makes sense to me i even said to amber i'm i'm way more i'm way more likely to vote for somebody conservative in local elections than i am in like a in like you know presidential elections or mm-hmm. even that you know our our national representatives um sure. that being said it doesn't mean that it way more likely doesn't mean like I do it all the time. It's just like those positions I could see myself going. I almost did vote for somebody that was more conservative. Uh, and then Amber swayed my opinion at the last moment. Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of conservative viewpoints that I kind of will align with more. Um, mm-hmm. But the one, like there's some of them where I'd be reading and be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. And then I would read like, and everybody should have a gun. <laughs> and you're just like, Ugh, I don't, I don't know about that. And nobody should get abortions. And you're like, oh, I, okay. <laughs> uh, never mind. <laughs> um, those are those are those are two that'll that'll big time sway me away from. Like you'd have to, you'd have to be making a lot more solid points for me to get over those two of those things uh let's see big j says agreed i think i voted for my mayor who is semi-conservative kibby says i didn't vote i want to come back to that big j says i mean i think he's semi-conservative the other option would not have been good for our town suck <laughs> says i had him i was typing out a gun joke as he went that route um kibby you didn't vote <clears throat> I'm interested how come we have a buddy who didn't vote because he said it's point it's pointless to vote Nick not ninjas but other you know other Nick I don't want to I don't want to put him on blast give me some response like you know what I'm talking about are you talking to me (laughs) yes um where he his whole thing was just kind of it's pointless to vote I don't necessarily agree but uh, the the best argument I've heard for somebody who wasn't voting is uh, Luke Thomas makes a pretty good point. He is from Washington D.C. and he says he votes in his local elections, but any of the any of the bigger elections he doesn't vote in because it's like you have to go back decades and decades to find a time where Washington D.C. doesn't swing Democratic. Like there, he's his whole point is like it's pointless for me to do it because the, it, the, the electoral college votes that Washington DC gets is just going to be for a Democrat. And I was like, I guess that's, that makes sense. It, I, I, I get that, but that's also just being facetious and just like, so Schwartz says he doesn't think it's a good argument at all. Why is it? <clears throat> Yeah, I, I, I agree with Schwa. I, I just think that's being lazy and stupid. <laughs> I'm interested. Uh, I'm interested to know why you think that. 
<laughs> Schwartz says, and it makes me really angry. It's because, like, like that because that that one time where you think it's not going to matter, like you don't want to be like like all of a sudden like for whatever reason it's six hundred seven hundred votes all of a sudden for like who knows why, like that's like still that's not your vote but that's like that's close to the point where it's less than a percent like mm-hmm. less than a half a percent less than a point of a percent that makes sense like it's i don't know i it it's like it if you believe in it then what the fuck are you doing not voting i guess i like amber's comment the best yeah i don't <laughs> you fucking idiots <laughs> Damn, you just thought someone was gonna come to your mind, huh? Huh? You fucking idiots! Then you just stopped. No, I was calling you all idiots. Why? Because. <laughs> um. No. No, I don't. I'm not saying it's just. It's the one that made the most sense to me. Where I was like, "Yeah, all right, I got it." That's, all, that's always been the strong argument. It's like my vote doesn't matter. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I definitely think my view of it is that <clears throat> in the well, I guess I don't even think that it doesn't matter. I do think it matters. I the bummer about it is that I wasn't I'm not I wasn't passionate about either candidate. Right? Like Huh? You 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 were passionately against one candidate. Yes, that's true. So I guess I was passionate about Trump in that way, in that I would I didn't want him to be our president. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think there's a lot to be said for having somebody who just abides by the normal rules of conversation and social convention that have been established. I think they are important for maintaining order in a society. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, I think it goes back to that great comment that Maynard made from tool where he's like, people are talking about masks and they're like, Oh, they're taking away my rights and freedom, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, freedom doesn't mean that you just get to go into somebody's living room and take a shit Mm -hmm. like, or, you know, just go up to somebody's grandmother and say, fuck you. It, that's not what it means. Uh, and I, I think when, you have somebody who behaves like Trump, it makes people think that it's an acceptable way to behave in a society that is long-lasting and works cohesively and feeds people. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's not a way that you can behave and continue to have a functioning society. So, I mean, that was a big part of it for me. It's like, at the very least, we have somebody who knows how to behave following the, the normal social convention. And he's got a cool black friend. He does. I just got to give him some cred. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm not going to look at that map right now. Suck a flop. Sorry. Big J says, I mean, Georgia came down to like 15K votes. That's not a lot of people. Uh, Schwartz says, apparently it only matters if your person wins, which I don't really understand. Just suck a flop says, Brexit. I'm not going to vote because it'll obviously not pass. Okay. Is that, did a lot of people say that? Um, Schwartz says voting is so tough too, which I got to imagine is a, is sarcasm. 
Uh, and yeah, Big J says it's a shitty way to have to vote. Voting against someone as opposed to voting for someone. Uh, and then <laughs> he said, don't discount the cool black friend cred. All right. Kibby says, I'm not very political to begin with, though my views are more on the right, but I don't agree with standing with any sort of political party where I may have to concede certain views. Nowadays, it seems more like a with me or against me attitude rather than I can see both views and will come to my own conclusion. I don't disagree with that last part for sure. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Thir- okay. So maybe Schwab wasn't being – it's super easy to vote where we are. <laughs> but 36 yeah. just says the thing is it is really tough to vote in some states, which is definitely true. Um, but I don't agree with standing with any sort of political party where I may have to concede certain views. That makes total sense too. I had to read that a second time to understand that. Um, I mean, that that's kind of what I was saying at the beginning where I just said, you know, I'm more likely to vote conservatively in local elections than I am in national elections. Because yeah, I don't want to follow an ideology either way where I have to vote one way or another because it's like the party, um, which I believe is what Kibby's saying there. And then, yeah, I, I don't know that any of that's a, a very good argument for not voting. Um, because well, it, it, just, it just speaks to the brokenness of our two-party system. That's all. It does. But I still think either way, either way there's going to be somebody in power who, who uh, has some sort of sway over your life. Um, or at least the lives of people that you care about. Or maybe the freedom of your industry being the music industry. So... I don't know. I guess I would still want to say in in which side was going to be kind of influencing those things, if that makes sense. Yeah, because like, like the way it works now is like if, if you're sitting here looking for some perfect candidate or party to like make, make you go out and vote, you're just never going to vote. Say that again. You, I'm sorry. I was reading... If you're gonna sit here and like wait for some perfect candidate to like give you all the give you all the things that you agree with to like make you go out and vote, you're just never gonna vote. Like, yeah, you 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 have to make these these choices of okay, this is something like I agree with this stuff, I don't agree with this stuff, uh, and for that reason, I'm choosing to vote for this person. Yeah, you have to make concessions. It's just like anything in life, which I'm sure yeah. you know. I'm not. Kibby, don't take that to mean I'm saying like you don't understand that as a full grown adult because I'm sure that you do. I'm just saying, yeah, it's it, it's like anything. It's there's just going to be concessions. It's like Joe Biden. I wasn't really excited about Joe Biden, but I just I didn't want to see four more years because I was when Trump got elected. I was in the group of like, well, I'm you know he is he is like a, a not a Washington insider, and he let's see what he does and let's see what he shakes up, and then his. I mean, the one of the biggest things I disliked about him was his behavior. Um, yes, it's it's deeply, deeply flawed. You like I, I was I was listening <clears throat> to a podcast today about how like they finally like after the, the election's over, but the networks finally started just cutting away from him or like his like sycophants on TVs, like when, when he, when they're just openly lying, mm-hmm. like there's don't pay like, attention when, to him. Like when he gave, 
when he was talking on Thursday, last Thursday, uh, like the election wasn't over yet, but like he was just saying stuff. And like CBS cut away in five, after five minutes, like the rest of the networks cut away after seven minutes and they just stopped, they just stopped showing it. They're just like, we can't show you this. Like, it's Good. like, they, they know that he's like, but the guy's like, what took you, like, the problem is like, he's, 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 he's their ratings guy. Like yeah. when he talks, they get ratings. So it, they just like, they didn't have the backbone to cut away from those speeches because they want the ratings during the four years. But now that, but now that he's not president anymore, they nobody, cut away from nobody him. Has, sudden, nobody like, has to listen to him. I mean, technically yeah, where, where, he is, still, where was that backbone? He is still president. Yeah. Like, uh, it's like, he was, like, he was, like, he was even saying on Twitter, like when, uh, cause like, like he was like ragging on Fox news the last few days. So it's like, they've just been in their, in their regular news part of Fox news, like the, the, the kind of 5 PM to 6 PM or 7 PM. Um, they aren't eating any of the, like the stolen election bullshit. That's mm-hmm. that's for like the later guys. Even like, Fox News like, isn't. That that's for the later guys like Hannity to to deal okay. with. Like he'll he'll agree with them, and he's he like he's just been mad at them. Like he's like you're you're you know it's like you're like uh, you're killing your golden goose right now. Like he like he under like he, he understands as if like he's like their he's their money guy. But he also understands he's nothing without them. He want. There's a good chance that when he's out, he pushes somewhere else, and he. It, it like a different news network will like to try and take to try and take some of the ratings. Yeah. From Fox news. Hmm, I wonder that that was the whole, <clears throat> that was the whole like thing that people were talking about four years ago. Like was that the plan was to lose? Like he didn't like he, the, the whole thing where like, he didn't think he was actually going to win. Mm-hmm. He was going to just start his own news network. Yeah. Uh, people think that like Newsmax or one of these other crazy, like more conservative networks will. Well, will big come. J just said that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that great. Like it was. I can't wait for all those people. Like, like the thing that went, like two like things on Fox went viral over the last week. Like one was, like uh, the president's press secretary was out talking with like they held like a press conference like four days ago, and saying like saying like lies, like basically like saying like the, the like the Democratic side wanted to steal the election, and I forget. I think it was like Neil Cavuto was the guy that was, he, he like just cuts away. And he's like, I can't like what she's saying is like, a, like just out, like outright lies, like claiming that the other side is, so is, is trying, trying to steal and subvert the election. So I can't in good conscience show this to you. I'm anymore. sorry. Is and, Neil, and this dude is from Fox. Yeah. Or a concern. Okay. That's good. I mean, uh, that's good. There does come a certain point where, and I also want to say something real quick. Kibby, I'm like, I'm glad you stick around, even though you're more conservatively oh, conservatively minded. Because I know we'll rag on on the right, and we'll definitely rag on Trump. Uh, but I, I I hope we never come across as like total assholes, uh, because I think we are maybe open minded is too strong of a term. But I think you know. Yeah, like I I can get I can get impassioned sometimes talking about it. We're all I'm saying is like, what now? <laughs> that did sound better. <laughs> we're we, you know, I think we all pride ourselves on being a very friendly and welcoming group. So I'm glad you've stuck around, and uh, you know, it, you you're you're probably doing a good job of of reading the sarcasm 
that we will yeah, often like, speak like, with. I know, like, I can or get, the hyperbole I can get that we'll speak with. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can get passionate sometimes and say, I, I don't want to say it's not necessarily what I believe, but it's, I can be a little bit more, a little bit meaner than I want to be sometimes, but like, I'll just be like, I'll get caught up in the moment of like, yeah, just cause, I'll like, just... kind of, cause, cause it can be a very like, uh, like a very passionate kind of energized topic sometimes. And I'll kind of, well, I'll, like, kind, of, I'll, I'll kind of catch myself. It goes, uh, it goes back to what I'm saying about Rogan. Like at this point, I'm just sh- talking shit with my friends, Kibby included. You know what I mean? Like I'm just talking shit online. If I had millions and millions of people listening, I would take this with a lot more responsibility. Or like I said to Dan, uh, I would just probably quit. I would be like, I don't want that responsibility. I'm not. I'm not capable of handling it. What I want is like hanging out in a bar, talking some shit, but not, you know, speaking your mind and not being afraid. I would say out of the group, I might be good to know, Kibby. Um, I might be one of the more conservatively minded people. I, I think if we, if we were to build like a, like if we were to try and like fictionally build a political chart right now, I'm sure you, you probably would be, uh, of, like one of the more further to the, the yeah, right. to the right. I mean, I think I'm probably the only one who, like, really, really likes Jordan Peterson, who is, you know, painted as being a a hateful conservative person. He, I, I, I still stand by the fact that he is out of his depth talking about political stuff. Build that chart. You build it, Wade. <laughs> <clears throat> uh I don't disagree with you, but I do. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> so make sense of that. Yeah, yeah. No, I just think he. Uh, I think he can get out of his depth. I think he has recognized that at times. But this all brings me back to what you said originally about uh, who was the guy that just cut away from Trump. Cavuto. Cavuto. He. I mean, I. Th- I. It made me feel good also that like conservatives. <laughs> Javin says barbs uncontrollably. Uh, that he's barfing at Jordan Peterson for anybody that doesn't know how Javin trolls me. Um, he Amber also told me that there were a lot of conservatives who were just coming out even before the election, just saying like, if Trump tries to like say it's a stolen election, we're not going to stand behind him. Like we will respect the results of the election. Mm-hmm. And I think <laughs> thanks for the kissy face, Javin. I think that. Uh, that it actually gave me hope and made me feel good because I think that there it's like, Oh cool. There are still people who realize that like your, your, your civilization and your democracy or your Republic, if you want to get really nerdy about it, like there are things that are important to it and recognizing that the elections are valid and are fair is a very important part of like maintaining the length of your society. And that's also what I was going back to. And that's why I was saying that Jordan Peterson reminded me of it is like with the way Trump was talking, it's like, he's just operating in defiance of a level of socialization that has been built up over a millennia of human evolution. Like it didn't, the way that we communicate and the way that presidents communicate and the way that people in positions of authority communicate to masses it didn't it it didn't just like 
come out of nowhere. It evolved over millennia of civilizations rising and falling. And I'm not saying like, well, ours is the peak and it's going to last forever. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that the the rules of like social decorum and how to how to present yourself when you're in that position have evolved for a reason mm-hmm. because they're because you you have to actually be able to talk to each other like you're not a complete asshole and i think i somebody brought it up with hillary that one of the big things that sh- lost her their the election last time what was the thing she said if you can't remember maybe chat or remind us she said something about the the trump voters being untouchables or something like that deplorables deplorables and it was just like it was the same thing with her it was like well that that's not how you talk to people no you talk like uncle joe you talk like (laughs) like 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 at this point he's like america's uncle like it's like it just seems like he's just like a you know a and that's kind of what we need right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I don't think he's in here, but uh, man, wouldn't that be weird? I'd be like, shut it down. Uh, no, Vita Manderson has pointed out a few times that like one of the things, because all of us are like, well, we're not super big on Biden. But one of the things that Matt has pointed out several times is like, but I am like, I am glad that a part of his message is like inclusiveness and like, He even said in his acceptance speech, like, Trump voters, I want to serve you. I want to better serve you. I want to figure out how to bring you in. Like, I like that message of, like, we might not agree on everything, but I want to find ways to to bring you into the fold because we've been, we've been, we've been, it's like Kibby said, we're just at odds too much, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Javin said, unfortunately, none of them are Republican senators in the United States Congress. And I'm sorry, I don't know what you're referencing there. Oh, he, like, he's just talking about like like Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz, who have, you know, they're just, they're, they, they've hitched their ride to Trump enough that they need to, they need to toe the line uh, as long as possible to stay in Okay. His good graces. Because he's talking he about the comment. He will spend the next four years destroying them. He's talking about when I said that they, that Amber was telling me there are people who have said they're not gonna they're not gonna follow Trump in the like claiming the election is a fraud. Mm-hmm. I get it. Okay. Uh, Schwartz says the tough part is when Trump voters think black people shouldn't live in their neighborhood. What do you do with that? I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that. I but I do think there's a lot to be said for finding ways to bring in people like my mom and my stepdad who uh, as far as I know, two weeks before the election were still undecided. And as far as I know, may have voted for Trump. I have no idea. But if, if they were undecided two weeks before the election, they're absolutely like people who could be brought over to a more modernized and rational way of thinking than, you know, than, than Trump's way of thinking. And that's like I said, I can see one of the things scaring not necessarily my mom and my stepdad, but I can see one of the things scaring my dad and my stepmom away are those flyers that I kept getting over and over that were like, if Joe Biden's elected, he's going to let biological males into the women's bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just remember seeing that like, who gives a fuck? It's, not, it's almost certainly never going to affect your life. Like it's a point, 0.01%. Is it ever going to affect your life? Don't trust me on math as we've established on that podcast. I barely know what I just said. Um, it's it's 
it's the politics of it's politics of fear, is what that is, and that's and that's and that's that's so, the only way he knew how to how to behave. So I do have an. I, why is it afraid? Why is it that once like my phone never blows up? I swear, I want to do a study. I need Rob's beakers. But my phone never blows up the way it does once we start a podcast. Like once we start a podcast, it's like why does everybody need things right now? Um, I'm sorry, I talked over you. Can you say that again? I don't know what I said. That's okay. Uh, so Schwartz says not saying that is all of them, but it's certainly a sizable trunk chunk. And then he said in response to what I was saying, right? That's what politics is getting people on your side. Yeah, I get that. The other thing I want to bring up is maybe I do have a uh, a partial answer for your question, uh, or just an idea to fl- not an answer, but an idea to float out there to talk about because it's fun to talk about. Is one of the things I remember reading about uh, changing culture and changing politics in other countries uh, for the U.S. is that one of the biggest things that we did was we exported our culture to other countries. So we exported it with television. We exported it with like Coca-Cola and McDonald's and things like that. We would export our culture. Oh, Kogan. And, and, and aspects of our culture would eventually get picked up by these other countries. And so one of the things that I'm thinking is you just, you export your culture in, you export the more liberal minded culture for lack of a better term in the u.s with media that younger people are consuming so like parents might it's just like me i mean my parents are all pretty conservative but i grew up watching the simpsons you know and and listening to rage against the machine or you know what i mean like i grew up with more of that being digested and i'm more liberally minded than my parents are because that's that's what I picked up. So, I mean, that could be a partial answer is that of the vast majority of the media that's exported is, wouldn't you say more li- liberally minded when it comes to like younger viewers? Would you, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know anymore because I'm 35. So I don't actually know what like young people are digesting. Uh, what, 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 what was, what, what were you referring to? What made you talk about that? No idea. Um, so, Schwat saying the tough part is when you have Trump voters thinks black people shouldn't live in their neighborhoods. Uh huh. It's like, yeah, I don't know if you, I don't know if you can get to them. I don't know if you can change. Like what I'm saying is, there are certain Trump voters that it's like, I don't know. I have no. I don't know. I think they're just locked in that camp. It's like my dad, and my stepmom. I don't think mm-hmm. you can change them. They're just no. they're just locked in that camp. There's no getting to them. But 100%. but people like that have a younger generation potentially that in several years. I mean, how many years is it until my kids can vote? They they get mad at who's they in that sentence? Th- those those voters, right? They, okay, and they they will they will not do their they will do everything in their power to not let their children see that because they're being told by. Uh, the Fox News pundits that this My Little Pony show or this or this this uh, this other thing is indoctrinating their children. Right, but with, it's everywhere a- with with AOC. So it's not they, just My Little Pony; it's everywhere, and you can't like I guarantee. Like, do you know how hard it is to not let our kids watch TV? 
because I'll tell you what, being a, like coming home, me and my wife today, both of us had stressful days. We're both exhausted. What we want to do is put on shows for our kids and let them watch the shows and then do like pick up around the house, you know, get some laundry going. I'm going to clean the kitchen and cook dinner. And then it's like, then after dinner, we got to clean up the kitchen and our stupid kids are running around everywhere. Like there's always, always, always a reason to put them in front of a screen. It's so hard. I mean, our kids got 15 minutes of screen time tonight and they got to watch a little Sesame Street. But like all I want to do when they get home is put them in front of the TV. But that would be I that would I would be an irresponsible parent in my opinion if I just put them in front of the TV and just let them do that all the time. But I guarantee there are massive swaths of people that like they're just they're not paying that much attention to what their kids are watching. So yeah, there's going to be some of the more hardcore people that are like, you can't watch this, you can't watch this. But also, as they get older and as they start to form opinions about things, they're going to have their own phone, they're going to have their own tablet, they're and they're going to be consuming their own media. So like they can the parents, easily go, the parents easily be led astray. They can <laughs> get them over, get them over to the liberal side. No. I'm just saying it is it is one way to potentially influence future presidential outcomes. No, and I th- I think that's the f- that's the current fear of the um that sort of uh like really like hardcore like Trumper style Republican uh is that they are losing the they they they, they lost they lost the gay war. You know they're 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 gonna lose the black people living in their neighborhood war, like so they're they're doing everything they can to 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 like hold on to it. The gay to like war. Hold on to that semblance of power. Yeah, I mean it's just a dying breed. As far as as far yeah, it's death rows of prejudice, bigoted culture. As far as that stuff is concerned, I do think going back to the point Kibby made, I do think there is something to be said for like painting with a broad brush and painting all kind of more conservatively minded. So the the conservative person that I almost voted for was for our city council. And I look before I voted for them, I looked at all like the the rules of our city council and blah 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 and was like mm-hmm. they can't really affect like they can affect spending. But where we live, at this, and there are different rules in different areas, so don't jump down my throat at anybody, but like where we live, it's like they can't really affect like policy with the regards to what you're talking about. Like where, you know, district lines, where black people live, where black people can go to school, what gay or trans people can do. Like they mostly affect budgets, which could affect some funding for some of those things. But also this woman didn't have any alarming things like, don't give any money to gays or, you know, like, um, I don't, I'm just talking. I don't remember where I was going with that. (laughs) The fuck was I saying? Holy shit. It's totally gone from my head. My brain is fried. Um, what had you just said right before that? (laughs) Jesus Christ. I did. I did have a point. It's lost from my brain though. Um, Um, but no, like like the so so much of. Uh, I'm gonna try, by the way. I'm gonna try this pills. Okay. So much of. 
uh, like children's TV nowadays is about being, or like, or like has has messages somewhere in there about being um, inclusive, about being like open-minded, about like 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 the the things that you kind of hope your child will be. Uh, well, that I do. So like it, there there is a lot of that. Uh, one striking thing that you can kind of see as like kind of the the, the difference between Big J, uh, like the stuff that like Trump might say and the stuff that you would kind of actually want taught. Um, so like the New York Times has like their 1776 project or whatever I think it's 1776 about teaching in school about like the slave trade, the effects of that on society, like basically like, like about what racism has done to the country, like from its founding to now. Who is this? It was this, this, it's a 1776 project. I think the New York times like was like the, the people that started it, but I, I can't say for certain. Okay. But, but it's basically about like getting that, getting curriculum in school that kind of like kind of teaches about the, the lasting effects of, choices that we made as a country in uh from our founding to now and okay. kind of like what then like what those choices have led to uh trump signed an executive order like two days ago uh called like teaching children about america's greatness or something along those lines where it's about it's it's basically that they think that people are out to kill george washington and like throw him in the mud and it's teaching you that everyone that found this country is like a racist homophobe that wanted to like murder Native Americans, and we got to forget about it. We got to burn them down. We got to blow up uh, Mount Rushmore. Like that's like that's that that's how that's like how they gal. That's how he, he like galvanized like <clears throat> like his like his base. Like this like yeah. this 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 thing that somehow the the you know Joe Biden somehow wants to remove George Washington from our money and from our history because he's because like he may have owned a slave at some point. You know, like, what, so, you know what's interesting to me is that I feel like a lot of uh, – not a lot of. That's hyperbole. Mm-hmm. When I think of some of the like conservative talking heads out there, uh, and it's – I used to think this was mischaracterizing. I don't necessarily anymore, but to be fair, I haven't listened to his podcast in like 10 months. But I think Joe Rogan is one of those people that conservative people will listen to a lot. I think Jocko Willink, Tim Kennedy, um, I'm struggling to come up with a few other names, but people like that, they, like one of the biggest things that they preach is having a critical eye and looking at yourself critically, mm-hmm. which I think is a good thing. Look at your weak points. I, you know, one of the biggest w- places that I try to do it is, and I'm trying to, it's like I've talked about before, I'm trying to do it more lovingly with myself, but like looking at the weaknesses that I have as a parent and admitting those because if I if I if I don't admit them to myself I won't get better I won't become a better parent to my children and mm-hmm. so it's interesting to me that like people are so against looking at your country with a critical eye and looking mm-hmm. at its history with a critical eye and looking at how its history could have potentially not even potentially looking how it's hit at how its history does affect its current citizenry. It's just, I'm not, I'm not saying that there's a solution to this. It's just 
while you were talking about that, that's what came to my mind is like, it's interesting that a lot of those people that I think would preach like, uh, be, you know, be tough on yourself and be critical of yourself and, and find your weaknesses and, and find ways to change yourself and find ways to better yourself. Don't want to look at their country with a critical eye. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why do you need your country to be awesome and great and perfect? Cause none of them are, they're just like people. They just, they need to expand and modernize. Yeah. Um, Javin says RRT quit telling me how to run my podcast. <laughs> uh, Big J or Kimmy says you were talking about me. I was hoping to hear more. <laughs> Big J says, Adam, maybe move your mic away a bit. I did. So tell me if that sounds better. Uh, Kimmy says it's the 1619 project and it's actually been torn apart by many college professors on both the right and the left. That's right. 1619. I, I think that's, I don't know enough about it to speak intelligently. No, no. I, and like, I know that cause like it's a, I think it's a good place to start by this way. But the, this Pilsner is not nearly as good as that half was. So that's a bummer. Um, why do you think I it's think a good place I, to start? Well, I, I think like only teaching how America is the greatest country on earth. Isn't getting it get, isn't going to get anybody anywhere. Like that, that's going to get us to get this weird false sense of, Oh, if America is the greatest country, then the people that are running it are also great and like infallible. Like if, you know, if, if George Washington and Benjamin Franklin were infallible geniuses, then that must mean that. Then we don't need to change anything. Exactly. Yeah. I think, um, like, like I, I, yeah, I haven't read through the whole thing, but yeah, I know that people have like, it's, it's definitely been a, like a, a hot topic and I would never just take whatever, uh, like the New York Times or whoever created this thing and just be like, oh yeah, this is, this is what we should just start teaching people. Fuck the like, New York Times, that's my opinion. Before that stuff gets placed um, in any sort of curriculum, it needs to be like vetted and run through. Like you, yeah, you, you can't just start like teaching that shit. <laughs> yeah, the New York Times. So when Trump got elected, Javin ended up buying news subscriptions to several other news outlets. And with the New York Times, he got a free year and he offered it up in movie night chat. And I was like, I'll take it. And I read the New York Times for a year. And that that place has a like an agenda. And the, the whole thing is they're like, we don't like they claim that we totally redid the way that we write and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you motherfuckers have an agenda. So, you know, it's like you're saying, I wouldn't take the word. In, I stopped reading the New York Times because it was just like, mm-hmm. man, you guys have one side of the aisle that you want to preach and that's it. Um, you know, I never, I, the best outlets that I've found for having minor agendas have been, uh, I always screw up how to say this, the economist. Did I say that right? Okay. Yeah. I like some of the stuff that comes out of the economist. Um, NPR.org. I, I actually genuinely enjoy um start you got to start a movie night in your city kibby um when it's not COVID, though please um and oh and pbs pbs has also been a good news source for like here's the news okay bye 
Uh, NPR no, I, NPR radio, I think, can be more biased. But NPR.org, I, I'm, I'm usually able to find just some good reporting of like, here's what President Trump said. Okay, bye. Yeah, like, that was one thing they kind of talked about on this this podcast is that because when when Trump goes away, your your stations, some of those uh, like your like your CNNs, your MSNBCs, like all those, they're going to lose a huge chunk of of their ratings, and because uh, so like so much of it was just um, it was just sensationalism. Like that's all that's all it's been for like the last like eight years has just been just not not a whole lot of substance just more kind of like reaction and they're saying like well they have hundreds of actual like journalists on staff that can go out and do stories on like climate change or this and that like they're gonna have to basically if they want to survive, they're going to have to pivot back to just being an actual news network and like telling you about the world you live in and not just being talking heads complaining about stuff. Yeah. And we've talked about this and other people have talked about it to death that like, that's the problem with the 24 hour news cycle is you need, you need, you need things to talk about. And it's like talking to people about the world. They're going to have to adapt or die basically is what it's going to come down to in the next few years. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Because I've been, I've become very selective on how I consume my news. Because, mm-hmm. like, one of the worst ways I found to consume my news was Google News. I gave that a try for probably six months, and then once COVID really started, I was like, "Fuck this," and got out. Mm-hmm. But Google News will just fucking like slingshot you down rabbit holes of. Because if you're clicking on articles about like this thing, mm-hmm. it's just going to keep showing it to you over mm-hmm. and over every day. And it was like, well, this is a way to lose my fucking mind and think that like these things are happening everywhere. And it's like, no, it's just Google. Just, just show. Yeah. Okay. And this is what I was going to come to what big J just said. So I'll, I'll keep going with what I was saying. It's like, it's just showing you what you're clicking on. That's all it's doing. So it's showing you over and over again. So if you're trying to get your news from it, you're going to think that this stuff is happening everywhere. And that started to happen to me in like the Joe Rogan podcast. It was like, it's mm-hmm. constantly happening everywhere because it's all that motherfucker would talk about. And then as soon as I stepped back from it, it was like, oh, this isn't actually that big of a concern. Like it does happen, but it's not happening everywhere all the time constantly the way he's making me feel like and so big j says google news is good for fun stuff cars guns music nothing else and i agree i go to google news and i only click on stuff that's like dark souls or boxing or mma or things like that sorry what were you gonna say i was gonna say it's like one one of the places i go like every day or so just to kind of see and like it's it's this weird like perfect dichotomy of like what it is to be both sides so like the hill it just kind of conglomerates all of like all of those sites onto itself but then it also has like opinion people from like both sides and so like you'll have like they'll have like their like you know their featured articles or whatever and they'll have like their like their kind of like sidebar that has like the happening now stuff and you'll have something like like two diegetically opposed like opinion articles where you're just like these people, like, they could not be further apart in what they're talking about. 
but it's 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 interesting to see like both sides like and it's kind of like i i like to understand what the side is that i don't necessarily agree with is saying like it, it makes me feel better like to to just just to understand what might be happening like outside of this sound vacuum that i might be stuck in and that was a thing for me with like um with some of the people who would come on Rogan's podcast, like I listened to Ben Shapiro and was like, okay, okay. And I listened to Ben Shapiro and like started to look at some of the stuff that he was talking about. And then that was the thing is like, I started to look at it and then I was like, this isn't actually that big of an issue. Like this doesn't actually affect my life or the lives of my children or the lives of like people in the world that much. I don't, I don't Mm -hmm. think, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Ah, uh, I'm struggling to find a good way. Like I can, f- it sucks when you can feel what you want to say, but you don't know a way to express it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, where it's like, yeah, I liked that too. I liked seeing and hearing what other, what people who had opposing views to mine were saying, but I'm, my mind is so easily influenced that I would be listening to him and I'd be like, yeah, that is concerning. Disney is brainwashing our kids and making them all transgender. Or, you know, that's obviously yeah. hyperbole if you're, if, if, if you're not following along. I'm being hyperbolic. But, like, you know... No, and it's a good thing you're not showing Nemo the Star Wars movies. And you'd go start looking at it and you'd be like, dude, I don't give a fuck about this. This, does, this, isn't, this doesn't matter. You know, yeah, like that, that's the that stuff that the actually. stuff that the stuff that my kid is going to grow up watching is the stuff that I grew up watching, and I've I've never been, I've never had a moment where I was confused. Like, it it makes me think of the David Cross stand up from Shut Your Mouth, You Fucking Baby, where he talks about the he makes the joke about the person choosing to be gay. Mm-hmm. It's like the idea of having sex with a man is physically repellent to me, but maybe. You know what I mean? Like I've never had a moment where I was like, maybe I'm attracted to dudes. It's just, so it's the same thing for me. It's like, it would be just equally as stupid to say like a a TV show could brainwash you into being transgender or whatever. I'm getting, I'm going, I'm getting off on a tangent. No, no. And and that's why there's the, the huge swath of voters in the middle of that 75 that voted for, biden and 70 that voted for for trump there, there there's a there's a huge middle portion that probably really could have gone either way because mm-hmm. they just literally don't care enough about all of the other stuff um and so man i love big j go ahead uh and so they're just like okay yeah like this guy seems more normal or, yeah, I, I like this guy's machismo, and like, and that's the only thing they voted on. Gross. You might be right. For I mean, you're certainly right for a small group of people. You might be right for a larger group of people. So Big J put it in. Me and Big J, we got like my. I don't know. He put it. He put my feelings to to words perfectly. Holy shit, man. What are you doing, buddy? No, I'm going to read it. Just calm down. (laughs) Big J says there. So going back to what I was talking about with like Ben Shapiro and some of those people, their drama is not consequential to my life. 
And I feel like so many of them do it for money or narcissism. Uh, you don't have to shut up, Big J. Says one more comment and I'll shut up. Adam, stop deep throating the mic. Oh, it's too big. Dan took your tonsils with that shit. Nobody else is complaining about audio, so maybe it's you. I don't know. Uh, Matt has written a screed. Uh, he says, I went to our conservative today because I like to see how both sides twist stories and someone had some really good input on 24-hour news. Uh, I'm assuming he cycles. More. And 13 more. I've been on this point for a while. What? But I'll say it again. The point, I'm assuming he's pasting it in here. I think, yeah, especially a pace. The point of news is not to make you feel good or only tell you things that align with your beliefs. If your preferred choice of news never makes you a little uncomfortable about the person you support, you aren't watching news, you're watching propaganda. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's, 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 it's like, like I said at the beginning of it, it's kind of like we've beat it, not we, the collective we have beat it to a yeah. dead horse. Like Fox News, CNN, New York Times, in my opinion, a lot of times are propaganda. Like the the news the news you used to see with your parents on NBC at night with Tom Brokaw, like that man was just telling you what was happening in the world. That's what that's what the news was. I think that's true. And it I, was, I never watched it. And it was oh no, that's that's I get that from the way you act. Uh, no. <laughs> Holy shit, Dan! <laughs> Go for the Go Uh It's it's math. It's, you. And I, and I think that's kind of what you kind of hope it goes back to. And that's that's kind of the nice thing about when you just watch, like, NPR News at night. Or it's, they're usually just telling you the story. And the problem is, like, people have grown so jaded by, uh, like, Fox News or CNN uh, telling you the news that they're... All of a sudden, and being told that like the liberal, like the fake media is telling you lies and they're just trying to destroy your world, they've grown to even distrust that. Where it's like, no, this person's just like it's just like it's just the nightly news telling you what's happened in the world. Like it, it, it's been they've done damage to themselves. Who's the they in that sentence? I didn't follow that last part. Just, just news, news in general. News in like, general. Like, like, so like, yeah, like the talking, the talking head news has done the, damage. The twenty-four the hour news cycle news. has actually done damage to what? True news to regular news. Yeah, but they're also doing they're not, damage to themselves because how can you trust that bullshit? Well, that, and that's how they get away with it. Like when you know you when you talk to like Hannity or I don't know who like the talking head person is on like CNN. Uh, they say that they're. Uh, fuck! What do they call them? They don't. They don't, they don't call themselves um, journalists. Not, like they, yeah, they, they don't call themselves journalists. They call themselves like uh, it's not talking head. There's a fucking word for it, but that's how they get away is. with it. They 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 can lie to you mm -hmm. because they don't actually have to back up a fact because they're just a you know they're just this talking head person. It's the they're same. Actually... Well, it's the same thing that Rogan does. I don't know. I'm just exactly. a comedian. It's like yeah, sure, that's a perfect fallback excuse. But what you're exactly. doing is still irresponsible, asshole. Correct. Correct. Um. Anyways, this, I mean, this is, uh, you know, one of the things that I really try to get away from in my life is the, like the kitchen table talk where it's just like your family sitting around talking after Thanksgiving mm -hmm. and everybody's just saying things that everybody's heard over and over again. And that's what this is. Everybody's heard this over and over again. Yeah. We don't need to keep going we, on it. 
we like I found more dead horses, and we're, we just keep hitting them for some reason. Dead horses. Dead horses. Let let them stay. Let them stay buried. Let the horses stay buried. Let the horses stay buried. <laughs> Let's go ride them horses. Horses. Anyways, fuck Donald Trump. That's the end. That's the, that, that. If there's one takeaway from this whole thing, it's fuck it's Donald that, Trump. It's the next four years will be a little bit calmer, and that's okay. I hope so, because some of these liberal motherfuckers can get wild too. That that, that doesn't matter. That's not that that won't actually change anything. Y'all gotta chill. Um, I was gonna say one more thing. I forgot what it was to Javin's deep, deep satisfaction. He's, he's, he's not going to hear what we have to say about butts, and that's going to make him so sad. I can't remember what it was. All right. Should we do Rob's random topic? Sure. Intro Rob's random topic while I pee. Oh, what's Rob's random topic again? Let's see. Something with Rob. Once a week, me... Or Adam, referenced by this empty chair, will text our friend Rob and say, now, in some sort of gif. And he then has to reply with the first thing on his head, and then we will discuss it for as long as we can. Sometimes there's a lot of discussion. Sometimes there's not much discussion. But it's always a great time. Stay tuned. Uh, I don't want to say what it is yet because he's not here. Top three political figures of of uh, of of right now, Rolo, or or just like of all time, you know. I got uh, you. Got to go, Julius Caesar. He's a huge. Huge political influence for me, Julius Caesar. Uh, Caligula. No, maybe for you. <laughs> Napoleon Bonaparte, the guy at balls. Rolo, you keep saying that and then you don't do it. Just do it. If you want to do it, do it. I'm not going to beg you for it. If you want to do it, do it. I would love it. But just do it. Uh, what is the topic? You didn't intro it? I did. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say the topic though until you got back. I don't have it. Oh, that is uh, new. I, I'm a little. I'm a little worried about this one because I feel like. <laughs> I'm not. I, I never worry about any of them. We blew our load on like the the best of the decade episode. Though, I know talking about this specific thing, but they're just going to be what they're going to be. Matt asked about one for RRT. That is new. Oh, I see what you're saying. Man, I had to read that. So I'm fucking... My brain is done today. You're yeah, right. if you want to do it, do it. I'd love to listen to it. But, like, I don't know. I feel weird hounding people for stuff. So, if you don't do uh, it, I, if it? you don't do it, I love you. If you do it, I love you. Uh, Rob's random topic is top three videos that make you slash made you die laughing. What do you got? Just gonna keep itching my nose. Um, bump upstairs. Yeah. Well, I said nine thirty is when I'd have to go pee. I'd made it to nine twenty. 
Because I always, the last thing I do before we go live is I run upstairs to go pee. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm always like, I always hope like, okay, if I go pee right before we stop the pod, start the podcast, because Dan was making fun of me this time. So if, if I go pee right before we started, I won't have to go pee right away in the podcast. But I made it an hour and 20 minutes in. And I probably had to go pee at nine, which was just holding it. It's delicious, by the way. Yeah, I'm fucking. I fucking hate that you can't be here. For this, and we can't. For this Twelve and a half shit. We can't just be sharing it. Dan's getting loaded. Uh, Rubs says no how needed. This, this, um, this is in uh, their five hundredth batch of beer they've ever brewed. Is what they they did as a specialty for that. I think the last video that I can truly remember like laughing, really, really, really hard at, was the the huh. Do you use these? No. That that might be my favorite video of all time. Yeah. But it was it was it was on the best of the best of the decade? Mm-hmm. Or whatever that whatever that episode was where we were going over videos that made us laugh. And uh Wall Beef put in maybe you shouldn't be living here. <laughs> that video it, fucking nowhere. it slays me. What, I don't know what it's called. Just search Taffin. Maybe yep. you shouldn't be living here. And you'll find it. <laughs> Hold on. I'll go. Everybody start throwing. Throw your. Uh, I don't know. I, ho- I hope uh, Javin's still here. The last uh, but time. Start, so it's. What was the question again? Top three. <laughs> top three videos that make you slash make you die laughing. Seriously. Everybody from my building is e- has i've gotten s- no joke yeah i never one because it's the, it's the last day they're i know out. they're, they're like, freaking out i never get like emails at night i've gotten seven since i started the podcast because they all realized that next week they go distance learning and they're losing their fucking minds <laughs> um uh, so, so, outside, so there are 36 outside. ninjas linked it or is this a video that he likes who knows which one is it i've seen this before it's a guy who crosses his legs on his nuts and it hurts it's pretty great here i'll put it i'll hold on i'll put it up in the i'll put it up without audio (laughs) so but that that taffin video i mean that could have killed me i thought that was so funny so uh, Rolo, roll. So hold on. Go ahead. Why am I making you? Well, it's my podcast. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I don't care what they say. I'm sorry. You're right. Go uh, ahead. So beyond the, do you use these for your butt? Which I might actually be dead. Um, yeah, we might have died. Was it? Did, it didn't get everybody as much, but when Wallaby put up the video of that guy scaring his dad. Oh, like, that's. I, I, remember, I remember having to like roll out. Like I had to like yes. get out of my chair and get on, and get on the ground because I couldn't breathe. It's one of my favorite Dan memories ever. I couldn't handle it. Is I at a certain point I was no longer laughing at that at the video. I am Big J. So here's do you use these for your butt? I'm gonna put it in there in just a minute. Yeah. Because I already have the link. I just have to finish the story about Dan. But I remember at a certain point I didn't think that video was that funny anymore. But I thought it was so funny how funny you like you could not handle that video. I was So here's do you use these for your butt? 
Uh, did Rolo just... Okay, here's Taffin. And we're going to watch this live on the podcast. Yeah, we're, we're going to watch Taffin. Because this it's, is... It's something special. It's something special. Unmute. This town is none... What goes on in this town is none of your business. As long as I'm living here, it is. Then maybe you shouldn't be living here! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's easily fixed. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it gets louder. <laughs> also, she's really hot. Uh... Oh my god, the first time I saw that, it ruined me. Yeah. I wish I had I wish I had the clip of us watching that available. And then we watched Taffin, and it was a very enjoyable movie. Taffin was a really good movie. I thought it was gonna be so dull and I ended up liking it. It was just a fun it was just a fun time watching Taffin. Uh the one that I put in here is do you use these for your butt? Which is we as a as a movie night crew, we probably have not watched any video more. Then we have watched. Yeah. Uh, do you use these for your butt? Wait, yeah. Rolo. The first time you watched what? Taffin. I the first time I saw Taffin was when we were doing the podcast. Oh, dog hacking from <laughs> Pondwater. That one got me recently. Hold on. Okay, now we're just now we're just YouTube and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you shouldn't be living here. Dog hacking pond. Okay. Just get your fucking just get your, get your chest ripped, okay, Adam. Ju- You're not shredded enough yet. I love Juju Mufu. Come <laughs> <laughs> on. Oh my goodness! You all right? <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, are you alright? Oh my gosh, are you alright? Hold on, we'll do that once more. Oh my goodness, you alright? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like it's screaming the devil out of Oh it. my god. Um, Schwab, Schwab brings up a good one with uh, like oh. so. The, there's a difference between a, a, a okay, truly, go huh? Go ahead. Oh, like like a, like a truly funny, great video, in the in the one that kills me. So like, so the BBC man, that oh was the gift that kept on giving because it just you you wa- every time you watch it for the first day, which was like a, like thirty times. You kept seeing something different, you like kept like noticing oh, new things. Fuck, girl, like the the mom, the mom slides in on her knees. It, I I didn't I didn't die laughing watching that. It was just great. It's like perfect. I, I watched it a bunch. Okay. Um, but me dying is. Do you use these for your butt? Like oh, that's. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, I'm getting there, Rolo. Uh. And yeah, Thirty Six Ninjas says about the 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 toddlers walking around the news broadcast. It's like a sitcom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do I have to search? Dear, Dear Genesis. Dear Ge- it's, I don't know if you can see here. It. I've already searched it. It's purple. Dear Genesis song. Because I've watched this video. This is one of the best ever. This one kills me. So good.
It's so perfect. Oh, Hold on, we gotta watch it again. It's so perfect. And look, you have to. So Rolo shared it in chat. Click on the video and go look. at The deer's tongue is hanging out of its mouth. This is what's gonna get us taken down, by the way. <laughs> Just that yeah, one. That's one of the best things Javin has ever introduced to my life, ever, is that video. The, the cocksure strut, too, as it leaves, like, I'm cool. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Just like, it's fine. I meant to go through the slide. <laughs> um, yes, Peanut Butter Baby. I w- I'm not going to watch that whole thing, but I will link. Uh, peanut Butter Baby. I, I put Peanut Butter Baby in the same as BBC. Like, I didn't die. Oh, no, I but didn't. I, but I, but I, could wa- I could watch it a bunch. Peanut Butter Baby got me really good. But I think a part of what I remember with Peanut Butter Baby is Jeff laughing at it. Jeff thought Peanut Butter Baby was very funny. Burke Reichner accidentally buying a, buy cow? a cow is the way I want to be when I watch. Like that's how I, like him dying buying a cow is how I judge the video. I don't find that video that funny. No, no, but I'm saying the way he is. So how he can't breathe because he just bought a cow. Yeah, that's that that that's my criteria for this this Rob's random topic. I need to be Burke Reichner dead. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> so. And I've said this before, but I need a word for this. So, you know, there's, there's, I don't think I've said it on the podcast, but I've said it in our friend group, man, I'm le- I'm literally just going to leave. Don't use these for your butt. And I'm going to watch it after the podcast. Done. So good. Um, I need a word. So there's the German word schadenfreude, which is like pain or pleasure from somebody else's pain. I need a word that means like, Finding something funny only because you think of somebody else who would find it funny. Mm. And the best, you're my prime example of it. The best example is the, the line that never made any impact on me ever until you pointed it out. And now every time I watch it, I think it's funny, but only because you think it's funny is the John Ralphio line where uh, in, in um, fuck, in 30 Rock, no, what? Parks and Rec. In Parks and Rec, where he's talking to Tom Haverford, and he ta- he says, like, get a jet. Get it. And he goes, take wheels off there. Take wheels off, off there. Get them out there. Get them off there. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's not even funny to explain. But the fact, it's like, yep, I can, Dan would find that funny. Just this one <laughs> moment of improv. Get them off there. Like, you thought that was so funny. And so there... I just I do that sometimes. Like I put something in the in the movie night chat recently where I was like, this might only be playing to Matt, and then even Matt was confused by it. He was like, only playing to me. I can't remember what it was, but there's just things I see. Or oh, the great example was the one the Nickelback video recently that somebody mm-hmm. put in movie night chat where it was like the somebody plays a Nickelback song, psychopath. Forgive <laughs> he says. Uh, there's a, like somebody did a Nickelback song, but they they mess with the audio. Pants and feet. So just search Nickelback pants and feet on YouTube. And I was watching it, and it was like this is silly, but fuck, I wish I could. And even Rolo now, man, I wish I could watch Rolo watch because that's one where like 
Rolo would be wheezing and coughing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is, it's, it makes them funnier to me because I can, I don't necessarily think it's that funny, but picturing a friend laughing at it is like, it just gets way more funny or like picturing, like watching something and then thinking like Amber would think this is so silly. She'd die laughing, which the hardest I've ever seen Amber laugh was the line in Silicon Valley <laughs> where, yeah. he, where he says it's like when somebody tells you that they want to go bird watching but really they just want to get you alone in the woods so they can steal your binoculars <laughs> and amber amber melted to the floor we had to pause the show for like five minutes because she couldn't watch it she like anything silly like that if i watch it it's like that's a good joke but mm-hmm. man it'll like i'll just start laughing harder because i think of my friends laughing at it like, it's yeah, it's, it's just the, the, like the stuff that that gets me can be like it just come out of nowhere. Like the the whole Eric Andre, uh, fuck, what's that guy's name? The the Jersey Shore guy, Pauly D. Pauly D. That, that, that would, that's great. That would but then be- like the, the part where like he's wait wait talks about them getting in a circle around the kid in the neighborhood and just yelling nightmare nightmare nightmare, nightmare. nightmare. <laughs> like that uh, one that one gets both of us that crosses a uh, <laughs> some sort of humor bridge between both of us where I mean that one but that I th- that is right up if you want to know what's right up my alley mm-hmm. is him going Eric Andre looking at the cards going. So, uh, so Paula Dean's your mom, and Paula Dean goes, "What? Who said what? that? Who said that?" And he goes, "The so cards, the cards say it right here." Flashes the cards is just a swastika, and then and then it cuts back to Paula Dean. He goes, "I mean, I guess it makes sense." Paula Dean, Paula Dean, Paula Dean, Paula Dean, and fantastic, and uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Eric Andre. The thing I love so much about it is he just goes, "It's fantastic." Because all he is in that moment, he's saying it is Eric Andre the person, not the comedian. Because what he's recognizing in that moment is like, I don't have to do anything. I don't like with this human individual. I don't have to actually do my job. I don't have to be in character. Like he's so fucking weird. I can just, I can just say a thing and let him go. So I love that moment of realism of just like it's fantastic. Like it's uh, just it's he knows in that moment like that's gonna make the cut. Because they film for two hours and get eleven minutes out of it, but he knew in that moment, like that's gonna make it. It's it's uh, it, it, it's back now. I know. Five. Eric Andre, I was just talking about it with some people. Like like so like there's so I was, I was watching clips before we like an hour before we were on here. Okay. And like, there's this one where like this girl comes out. He's like, hey, so, you know, so you work? And she's like, yeah, I work out. He goes, yeah, you do cocaine? She's like, yeah. I'm just like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that okay to say? He goes, I don't know. Like, 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 like he gets like a jammer. Like, I don't know. It's okay to say. I don't know. <laughs> Dude. Oh uh, man, but there's like, uh, it's it's a show that's like, like not every interview is great, but the ones that are great are some other just some other level of just yep of just beautiful. They're they're chef's kiss of just like yeah. Um, you know, one of the, one of the initial internet videos that really made me laugh was, uh, on YTMND 
and it was just the one. It was the one that just went rafflecopter swat 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 oh, swat yeah. swat like for in. So it sounds so stupid. That's like a video that you'll show your kids, and they're just gonna be like, "This is dumb." Mm-hmm. But in early internet, when nobody knew what the internet was, and videos like that were like a new thing. That YTMND thing slayed me. Swa 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 swa. That that like that's the earliest instance I can think of of me getting some sort of daily dose of memes before like memes were like a word I knew what it was. It was YTMND was going to YTMND every day? I think the earliest video that I really remember getting a kick out of on YouTube was probably. Trogdor. It's the earliest one. Like I can okay. remember Trogdor, and I can remember like viral thing or whatever. Yeah, burninating. I re- can remember where I was when it was shown to me, and I so I know that I wasn't any older than nineteen. I was probably eighteen, and it's like the first one that I really remember like getting a kick out of and like laughing hard mm-hmm. at was Trogdor burninating the countryside from Homestar Runner. Is that who did that? Yeah. Uh, it, it might have been, um, oh shit, I forgot the video now. Ah, whatever. <laughs> and then the next one, the, the next one that's weird for me was, uh, Leroy. Oh, all, all, all your bases belong to us. Yep. That, 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 that got me way back when. The cheat is grounded. Why don't I know that one? The cheat is grounded. That's not ringing any bells. From Homestar. Oh, the only thing from Homestar I ever watched was Trogdor. I never, like, I didn't follow Homestar after that. I, I didn't, I didn't, I remember, like, someone showing me some, like, the strong bad stuff or something, and I never quite got it. It it, 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 it never did anything for me, really. The only thing I ever watched from Homestar was Trogdor. Somebody showed it to me, I thought it was really funny, but, like, it's early enough internet that I just didn't know, like, to go look that stuff up or find it. It was like somebody showed it to me. You know how like, do you remember there was a phase of YouTube and the internet where you would like, friends would come over and you'd be like, oh, have you seen this video? And you would just show each other YouTube videos and laugh about them. Do people mm-hmm. still do that? Yes, of course they do. Because that's that's half a movie night. <laughs> I remember like... I'm such a moron. Like one of the first viral videos, like first... um. In I think uh, what's his face, uh, the guy from Popstar and uh, Andy uh, from Brooklyn Nine Nine, Andy Samberg. Okay, they yeah, seemed yeah. To, like him, him and his crew seemed to really understand it. Uh, was the Lazy Sunday? Yep. Like I, I watched that video <clears throat> thirty dozen times. I don't know. Like it, it, they they figured out how to make like a. Just like a, like a weirdly like viral like video sketch that would like just like take fire on its own outside of its like SNL like existence. Yeah, they, under, kind of, they, they understood. They really figured it out. Going they were, they were viral smart. right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. No, um, a big one that was that still to this day is weird for me is the Leroy Jenkins one because mm-hmm. two of my very good friends were in that guild and in like in that whole thing when it happened. Mm-hmm. So it was just that it's, it's a different experience for me because it's like a globally recognized meme 
that I saw like the moment it happened. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like I saw the moment yeah. of its inception and was hanging out with Jesse and laughing with him and Stubby, like at just the ridiculousness of it all. And then I remember it being a big deal that like somebody was interviewed and I, it probably wasn't Game Informer, but it was some, it was like physically in a print magazine, they were interviewed about that moment. And it was just like, mm-hmm. what is this? And it was also just so weird because I was so closely connected with it. So it was like, I was closely connected with Leroy Jenkins. And then also none of us, all of us were watching it happen. Like, why the fuck do people care about this? Like that you just didn't get what viral was then. Cause I was 18. Mm-hmm. So that would, that, but that was, that's another one that's like ingrained in my memory, but for it's, it's different for me. I think, I don't know. Yeah. Just think of that, that brought up thinking about the lonely island stuff the the dear sister one was the other one the kind of which one was dear sister i remember the where they all shot each other in the in the apartment wait what's ooh, what you say that's that one what's what it's, you called, say? It's, it's called dear sister because they're writing a dear sister letter. no but what was the other one you said that was the one i was picturing when you were talking oh lazy sunday where it's it's uh it's chris oh Parnell, yeah and they're, and they're, they're talking about cupcakes and shit because they want to go see him they want to go see lord of the rings or whatever the one that's in my mind is dear sister that yeah, one, that's, that's that, the that one I watched. Before, that's the one I watched a million times. Yeah, that may have been before Lazy Sunday, but that, that those were like the progenitors in my head of like, not just like a sketch on SNL, but like like something created to be uh, viral. It's old thing, yeah. Okay, Rollis' Lazy Sunday was the first one, but I don't. The one that came to my mind was Ooh, what you say? Yeah. yeah. Like I, I can still so... picture like uh, Shia LaBeouf putting a gun on his arm like this, yeah. like like laying on his stomach and like laughing. That one got exceptionally dumb. Yeah. Um, but like as far as top three go, it's I hate to say this because I like one more than I like the other, sure. but I think Taffin made me laugh harder than any of them. Okay. I like okay. Taffin real like we'd have to check the video, but I think Taffin I was like coughing and had to like take a pause from the podcast. Because mm-hmm. I st- I laughed so hard I just started to cough. Um, uh Roller, you uh I think it was like a second or third season finale of, of uh Orange County OC was the Dear Sister thing. Oh, that's right. It was a parody of that show. Yep. So I think Taffin is probably number one. Do you use these for your butt is probably number two. But mm-hmm. as far as like what I like, do you use these for your butt is like, that's my gold standard. Yeah. Do you use these for your butt has all these different moments. Uh, it's just got, it's just, I mean, there's so many where like him and we, because we've watched that movie, that video, so many times in movie night that we've dissected the fuck out of it. But like him coming, him like he like it's perfect. He like pats the di- he pats the tampons or whatever they are, and like comes back. Like he mm-hmm. almost like, Wait a he, second. he almost gives up on it, and he's like, no, no, I think you want these, and he comes back and like, keeps trying to sell her on them. You, you do use these. You do use these. Put them do back. Do you still want a pack? Yeah. So, do you still want a pack? 
put him back. And he's like, oh. it's oh my god, it's so good. The long, long time ago days. I fucking love that video. And that little kid, he's adorable. Yeah. And the other, his brother who keeps coming around. Yeah, I love, I love it. everything about that video. Do you use these uh, for your butt? <clears throat> that's definitely there for me. So is dad getting scared by son for whatever reason <laughs> that just killed me. Uh, fuck. I, I, I don't know what, Dear Genesis is probably my third. I love that video to death. I wish Javin was here. He missed poor Am Javin. I, He's the one who was calling for RRT and he missed it. It might just be Taffin. Um it like like uh whenever someone brings up like the Dane Cook shark rocket thing. Like I I've never like I, <clears throat> I, I, I I had to I had to I had to get on the floor and crawl out of a room. Uh, to not not die of asphyxiation. The only two times I've seen you close to death at laughing, they were both at that living room in my childhood home at my mom's house. The other one, one makes no one, sense. One was laughing at the joke about a shark rocket from Dane yep. Cook's first stand-up album. Kill and me. the other one was, was Matt was playing a tennis game and he, was, Lindsay Davenport. and he was making and Lindsay just, Davenport shaking back and forth really fast. He was making her dance across the court, and no, it was and like, it murdered Dan. Those are the only two times I've I've seen Dan barely make it out of a room because he couldn't breathe it, from laughing so hard. It it didn't make. I don't know what what in just her shifting back and forth. No idea. In a in a tennis game was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's also, it's like prime example of like, we were like 18. We're probably like one in the morning. No, yeah, I was going to say, we're 18, it's like two or three in the morning, just sleep deprived, and it just hit at the right moment, but I've Mm -hmm. never seen you laugh harder than those two times. The the kid scaring his dad came close. Yeah. Like his weird, like English dad that was making these weird noise. I think that helped. Like his dad is going, (laughs) <laughs> or, or whatever he was yelling. Flaggy. <laughs> uh, yeah, Javin, sorry. He says, I missed all this topic, but I assume you're talking best videos on the internet. The top three videos that killed you. Uh, Javin, a video that you introduced to me made the top three, which is Dear Genesis. It's my number three, but it's, man, we watched it twice on stream. No, three times in a row? I fucking love that stupid deer. It. Its tongue's hanging out of its mouth. Goo, 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 goo. And then it just, it's like Dan said, it just keeps going. Whatever. It's so perfect. <laughs> Javin's number one. I can call this right now. Okay. Javin's number one is people falling on ice for 10 Oh, minutes. fuck. I forgot to bring that up. I meant to bring that up. It has to be. If it's not, I'm going to not be friends with Javin anymore. Yeah, that, that's got to be if the funniest thing he's ever seen in his anything life. I know about Javin... His favorite, vi- yeah, no, Duke, Duke, Duke yeah, Street yeah, Hazard. Yeah, he already typed it oh, in, yeah. he typed it in up there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Duke Street Hazard. It's. I'm gonna link that one in chat too. It's uh, the greatest thing he's ever seen. It it is really good, but that's another one where, like, what I was saying before, you're not there anymore. Uh like I was saying before, there are things that I I would find. That's Duke Street Hazard, the one I just put in chat. I would find it mildly funny. 
Like, yeah, this is silly. It's Javin, it's eight and a half minutes long. <laughs> it's my Duke Street Hazard is mildly funny. But watching it knowing how much Javin loves it, it makes that video top tier for me. And it's the same thing, like I was saying before, I need a word that means like, I find this funny and or funnier than I otherwise would because my friend would think it's so funny. Mm-hmm. That's Duke Street Hazard for me. It's silly, but watching it, I mean, right before this, I, right as the podcast was starting, I sent a video to Javin of like a wife or a girlfriend coming out with beer from a liquor store carrying it i'm carrying it up here but like carrying beer from a liquor store like normal and then she hears or she sees that her boyfriend or husband is recording her with a cell phone so she tries to get silly and she tips the six-pack upside down and all the glass bottles (laughs) fall out of it and you just hear the guy go like oh my god oh man there's like there's the that one is funny to me but instantly I start laughing at it more because I'm like, this is so stupid. Jav- like, Javin's going to love this. And then I just send it to him. I probably maybe. send Javin more memes and stupid videos than anybody I know. I send him stuff maybe. all the time. Maybe behind Duke Street Hazard for Javin is a super drunk man with bottle of beer at ATM. Why isn't that one ringing any bells? I... <laughs> I, I haven't seen it in a while. I, I don't even know what it would be called. But there's just like this like super drunk guy like drops his beer, like hits him in the face when it explodes out of the, like the top of the beer bottle. It's, it's a whole thing. So yeah, uh, Javin says Bam's dad driving the lawnmower oh, into the prank pit. That one, if you don't laugh, great. if you don't laugh at that, there's a problem with you. Um. So let's see. Today, just today, I've sent Javin two things. And then I send him something on Tuesday and Monday and Monday and Sunday <laughs> and Sunday. I like I'm constantly sending just stupid shit to Javin. Just stuff that I find that I'm like, ooh, he might think this is goofy. Exploding water bottle ATM. Night Rollo, thanks for tuning in, buddy. I only have like I was like I I keep forgetting that I only have one video favorited in YouTube for whatever reason. Uh and it's just Hannibal Burst going give a shout out to Christina Applegate. And like you can see Eric Andre like literally start laughing. He's like, what the fuck's going on? And it's like it just cuts to a picture of Christina Applegate. Like I don't know. Okay, hold on. Vitam Anderson put the link into the beer guy. Oh, it's this guy. It's a beer. Not not a water <laughs> bottle. Oh, yeah, I know this video. Okay, I'll play it on stream. <laughs> it is pretty good. There, like, there, there's, like a, there's like a 20 second video of, of him just more so just like, like, he just wants to get his money so bad. He's just fucked. Man, I've been there. It's no fun. You would try to get money to the thing? No, I've just been to the point of like, I'm so of, of that. I'm yeah. so far gone. Uh, I I still were like weird tangent that will only last like 13 seconds. Like, yeah, yeah the, the only time I ever remember being that, and like literally not under like remembering pieces of time. 
like like walking somewhere is still uh asian dance bachelor party where we were walking from like like downtown minneapolis to a different part of minneapolis and like blinking in all of a sudden and he was in a tree and dan was in a tree because he was also super wasted and people were trying to get him down the tree and we're just like running through the streets of downtown minneapolis just like it's like <laughs> it was a night was not safe we were just trying to get back to his brother's house to get home and it was like it was like I, I have like a blink of all of a sudden to be like ten minutes later. So it's like I've never been that bad where like I literally do not remember time. Not seen. and it 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 was I it was amazing because like it was just we were just having a great time. Like I was lucky that it was just people just you know it 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 easily it, it easily could have gone bad. But well, people so were that's responsible. what I, that's what I was gonna say <laughs> is like. <clears throat> Kids of mine, if you're listening to this years in the future, when I'm saying mm-hmm. not same, I have many moments of just be, and I've talked about them on the podcast, of just being fucked up and not remembering. Or like one of the ones that I've talked about several times in the podcast, just being fucked up at a party, convincing myself that nobody wanted me there, because that's how my brain works, and leaving, and then being scared because I'm lost in the woods without any shoes on. And I had to call you and Matt, and you and Matt had to come. Not only did you have to find me, but you had to come pick me up. Like, and so I just get, sometimes I'll get freaked out in my head at night, and I'll just be like, oh, my God, there's so many ways and so many moments in your life that, like, things could just go the wrong way. And that's why, like, surround yourself with good people that have the best intentions, and you're fine. Right, and that's what I've learned, and I just hope uh, that's what I'm trying to like impart to my kids is like surround yourself with people who care about you and have good intentions. Yep, because like there, there were a couple guys with us that were weren't sober drinking or, yeah. because they were yeah because they were going to be driving, and I like they weren't going to let us like get, like get hurt like they, like they yeah. they were looking out for us or they were, or if you said something stupid to somebody that you shouldn't have said they would help you they would help yeah deflate not that i don't think you or dan would be that type of person but sorry i try to start fights in downtown minneapolis not try to start fights but like you just do something that pisses oh, something yeah. off inadvertently pisses someone off inadvertently yeah i just think about my kids and like man i like i remember the first time i got expelled and i also got caught with weed it all happened on like the same day it sucked it's one of the worst days of my life uh but my stepdad who i love dearly and i respect very much but who was never like a guy that had heart to hearts with me mm-hmm. he had he was like and my stepdad never did this like well we don't need to go down this whole thing but my it was very rare for my stepdad to be like hey I'd jump in the truck we're gonna go to target like all, I think like this is the only time in my life I remember that happening. He was just like, "Jump in the truck, we're gonna go to Target." And I was like, "Okay." And he was like, "You know, I want to talk to you about the stuff that's been going on, getting kicked out of school, getting caught with drugs, blah blah." blah. And he was the only person who said to me, "If anybody, like, if anybody, anybody who comes to you and says that, like." And my stepdad, I don't know if my stepdad has ever smoked weed in his life. He's like a straight-laced accountant. Okay? Uh, and I, I love him dearly. He's like the nicest dude. And he just said, you know, 
I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you that like drugs aren't fun. And I'm going to tell you right now, anybody who comes to you and tells you that drugs aren't fun is either lying to you or has never done them. But, you know, and then, and then gave me the butt. And I just remember like, cause I was like 14, but he was talking to me like I had a brain. He was talking mm-hmm. to me like I wasn't a fucking moron. And it like it made such an impact on me, and so that's that's kind of what I'm saying to like my future kids if they are ever listening to these podcasts is like I'm the getting fucked up is fun, getting drunk is fun, getting high is fun, you know, eating mushrooms can be can be fun, <laughs> it can also not be fun, or you know like, but like getting drunk and getting high is is fun. Uh, any of those any of those can go bad too but yeah it's like you're saying just do it around people who are going to watch out for your best interest and that was like i mean mm-hmm. it's almost like a part of my consciousness or subconscious knew that the people i was getting drunk with like didn't have my best interest in mind and mm-hmm. then it was like then cuz that's happened a number of times where it was just like i'm out of here like yeah. you know when i walked home from st paul or when I tried to walk home from Tyler's and just got lost, <laughs> uh, or there was another time where I was just in River Falls and was like, "I don't want to be here," and Matt came and picked me up. Like, yeah, just—it's easier said than done, but like, find good mm-hmm. people. Oh yeah, it, 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 like it's yeah, it's 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 amazing how much more freeing that is all of a sudden. Where like you. Like you just just the knowledge that okay, like th- there's always a chance something something terrible could happen, but I understand that like it's not going to be because of the people that you're with. Like you can mitigate those chances. Exactly. It's like going out with somebody and they're like, you know, they're like, no, I, yeah, I'm in a sober cab, and then you're like, man, you've had more to drink than I have, and they're yeah. like, no, I'm good, and you're like, uh, well, was it, I. I for sure that like that that made me like think of like I, can't, I don't remember if it was a a New Year's or something like that, but uh, like I was supposed to like sober crab for like me and like uh, me and Javin, and we were both just like inadvertently we were, we were just drinking too much in like at, like Ground Zero, and like I ended up like letting like Tracy drive my dad's car home. Where it's like it's 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 good that I could trust someone else to drive like my parents' car home like and like it'd be safe. So it's like it's like it. So again, it's about like 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 who you surround yourself with. Where it's yeah. like like even though it's like okay, I I know I've stepped out of bounds here, but I know I can trust this person to. And you know what? I did believe my mom. My mom was a person who was like. And I, I'm going to say the same things to my kids. It's like, this is not an excuse to go out and get buck wild. But like, if you get somewhere and you realize you're in over your head, call me. Mm-hmm. You'll get a pass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we'll st- we're still going to talk about it, but it's not going to be like, I'm not going to be screaming at you. Yeah. Because you're still going to have had the the presence of mind to say like, this isn't safe. Mm-hmm. You know, and if, if I was 22 and I called my mom and was like, Hey, I got more drunk than I meant to. Can you come pick me up? And she wanted to lecture me. would be like, fuck you. I'm 22. Yeah, what are you doing? 
But if I had been 18 and and been too fucked up, it would have been like, well, I'm going to just have to eat this lecture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, there was one time I got anxious, and this was years ago. Yes, it was. It was before I worked for the district, so it was years ago. I was going to sober cab for you and Javin and one other person, I feel like, to one of Splinter's parties. And we all met at my house, and we went to Splinter's. Huh? Maybe Nick. Maybe Nick. We went to Splinter's, and I was having a couple – I had a couple of beers, but then Splinter had some weed from – California, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's a really cool pen. I want to try that." And I tried it. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then I was high, and I was like, "Fuck me," because you're you're being stolen. I'm not one of those. There, I like I've known several dumbasses who were like, "I drive better when I'm high." Like, no, you're a fucking moron. You're still high, asshole. Yeah, yeah. Don't drive high. Don't drive drunk. But I was like, I was like, I might have fucked this up, and like. Also, weed will fuck with you and make you paranoid. And I was like, really, I was anxious. But the thing that like really calmed me down was like, was knowing that I had good friends. Does that make sense? Like nobody was going to get mad at me if I was like, sorry, guys, I got too fucked up. We're going to have to share an Uber or something. Nobody Mm -hmm. was like, nobody was going to, everybody would just be like, okay, cool. Because what people value in our friendships is like, yeah, just do the right thing and so as soon as i realized that i like i calmed way down i was like oh okay if we like if we have to do that people will just be cool with it i'll just or i like i'll just pay for the uber people will be fine i'll figure out getting the car back whenever it'll be fine but then we ended up staying and you know i didn't smoke anymore or drink anymore and it was like i was just fine by the time we had to leave but that was that was a moment where I was like really freaked out at first, like I've let my friends down and blah blah blah. And then it was like, no, my friends will give me leeway. Like you made a mistake, mm-hmm. and we'll just we'll figure it out safely. But you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, if you have friends who would get like pissed off or upset or give you a bunch of like, I might have got some shit for it, but it would have just been yeah. playful. You know what I mean? Like if you would never be able to live it down, then like, then you're gonna be more inclined to yeah, like lie about whether or not you're good do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. oh 100 that's the yeah yeah like like we we definitely would like given you like shit for whatever reason yeah but it's like it's like we we, we wouldn't be able to fault you like it like it's yeah like we would well, it would have been the thing we, we would have understood yeah the thing is is like if i had said like you guys i'm not good we got to figure something else out it might have been annoying and then all of the other times that I've said like, hey, I'll, you know, I'll be the sober cab this time. You would get shit for it initially, but people would still trust you in two, two ways, one of which can go away. They would trust you to be honest if you weren't safe to drive. Mm-hmm. So it's like, cool, we'll have Adam sober cab because we know if he gets to a point where he's not good, he will tell us. Mm-hmm. The other thing is like, he made that mistake. He's not going to make it again. If you continue to make that mistake, then then you know yeah. your friends are gonna have a problem with you. But like, if you make it the one time, everybody will just be like, "It's all right, man. It just happens." As long as you have, as long as you have cool friends. 
Yeah. And then it is, it's a weird thing because it would like instill trust in you further the next time is like, well, if, you know, I'm going to give Adam another shot and if he gets too fucked up, at least he'll tell us. But then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, after two or three, you're probably, you're not going to get picked to be sober cab and people are probably going to be annoyed with you. Yeah. But that was the only time where I was like, uh, I shouldn't have done that. But thankfully <laughs> it worked out to be fine. All right, it's 10 o'clock, Dan. This is the opposite of that stout. <laughs> Javid loved that moment so much last week on the podcast. He he called it before I even called it. Oh, yeah. Javid knew. I was like, I knew that like it wasn't your favorite beer, but I thought you thought it was fine and you were going to power through it. But Javid was like, Dan hates that beer. He knew it right away. Yeah, a, a crowler of 12 and a half will uh, set you up good. Oh, cool. There's still beer in here. I'm in. You, uh, they'll, they'll probably get this in cans at, like, top 10 this week. Okay. If you stop by and you want to, like, like, maybe they'll have, like, a single in, like, their singles thing. Do you mean next week? No, I think I think it was this week that I'd be coming 12 out. Twelve like, still seems strong for me. Was that? So twelve still. Se- what was the one that I? Um... Oh, like you would like you would yeah, <laughs> this one you would drink us in only this for celebration was seven percent and I had two of those on movie night and was like, oh boy. I don't like that was the weird quick anecdote before we end. Like that was the one of the things I kind of figured out when we started going to barrel theory more. Um, just kind of like like after work on like Friday or whatever, was when like like looking at like the, like the ABVs of because like they would also have like a a double dry hop double IPA something or other it was like eight and a half percent, but it's like oh wait like these two like this uh key line, key sublime and this other fruited sour thing these are both four percent. Like these both together are less than this one beer. It's like it's like like I really started to kind of understand like like holy shit like like these these big beers are like like if you just have like two pilsners, it's not even close. It's one of the reasons I love them so much. Because mm-hmm. you guys know me, I'm. I mean, it always happens when we go out to drink. Not that we ever get to do it in stupid fucking COVID world, but when we go out to drink and have a couple of beers. I'd be halfway done with my second one by the time you guys were like halfway done with your first. Because mm-hmm. I just cons- yeah. I consume at a different yep. rate than you guys do. Mm-hmm. And everybody's going to give me shit, but I'm not like, there's no value on that. I just, I consume way too fast. I eat food too fast and I eat too much of it. And I drink beer too fast. And so that was something I had to realize earlier is like, I. C- I can't appreciate like the the quadruple hopped whatever is that these guys are drinking because I'll drink them at the same rate. I don't drink them slower and I'll be fucked. Or I can drink this thing that's four and a half percent and I can have three of them. Mm-hmm. So, and that, that, that's what I love about a like a crowler at home is that I can like I can just drink this only and like be be good for like three hours 
just just have like just just the one crawler and See, that's it i'm not looking for the buzz i just i like the flavor oh, of right. beer and i like the, drinking the beer oh same here like 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 i like i like generally enjoy like the, the, the taste of this okay. and like oh so when the, you say be good for I, three I, I hours like the size of this like this is like two beers so it's like okay. oh i can just drink this one crawler i misunderstood what you're saying good yeah i get it I mean, so when you guys were all over here, so the past couple of fires that we've gone to at Javins, mm-hmm. they've been about the same amount of time as the fire we had here last Friday. Yeah. Um, and I would have three or four beers at Javins. Uh, you know, and they're beers that are like 5%, 5.5%. Mm-hmm. At the the fire that we had here, because I knew I didn't have to drive anywhere, I had six beers. <laughs> <laughs> I had five of mine, and then when I ran out of mine, I was like, Schwad had a six-pack, and I was like, can I have one of your beers? Because it was like, I know I don't have to drive anywhere, and I just, mm-hmm. I can't explain it, but I just love, I like love having something to sit and drink. It's not about getting drunk. It's just like having the thing to sit and drink while shooting the shit. Well, that was the beauty, Nothing that's the beauty I of movie night, movie night at my house, is that I can, there's, I, I don't have to go anywhere. It's like, it could be like all of a sudden like nine thirty. The movie's kind of almost over, but people will still be at my house for like another hour. I'll, I'll I'm having another beer. Well, that like, and it was the same thing. I would pack beers that I knew. I'd like okay, this is four and a half. This is four and a half. This is five and a half. It's like so. I'll start with the five and a half. I'll have another four and a half, and then if I feel like things like if we're gonna hang out, sure, I can crack another four and a half and be just fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, nobody wants to hit, listen to us talk about beer percentages. Beer talk. Seven people love beers. There's still seven people here? It's up to eight now. We just got a viewer. We just got a viewer. I hope it's Horny Dad 69. Horny Dad, how are your kids doing at math? Fuck, dude. That's... You know what? Going back on a Rolo's topic. That's something that made me laugh my balls off. Go watch my, my terrible at, math. at this point, I'm almost certain at this point that it's our only clip on our Twitch channel. Go watch Horny Dad 69 bumping into our chat. Yeah. There's never been more perfect timing on anybody just stumbling into our chat and mm-hmm. say, I'm trying to have a serious conversation. Horny Dad 69, my kids are terrible at math. <laughs> Fucking it's so good. <laughs> Alright, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for tuning in live, everybody who did. Um, What's happening? It's going up. This podcast is very fun because of the people who tune in live. Uh, I genuinely and really appreciate it. Um, What a cool group of people. It's just, it's, I don't know. I didn't expect that. When me and Dan, me and Dan, before the podcast started, we did 10 test podcasts where it was, we weren't doing anything live. We were just recording the podcast. And I was like, this is fun. I love my buddy Dan. We'll just it's a good reason to hang out once a week. But the the live version of it has made the podcast evolve into something I didn't expect, and it's super fun. So thanks for tuning in live, everybody. And anybody who listens after the fact or watches on Twitch after the fact, thank you too. Because we end up getting quite a few views now on Twitch. I still don't fully understand that, but we get like the last one had like fifty or sixty views. Whatever. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to me. I am cool. You are Kibby. And uh, if the podcast ever gets, if the podcast ever gets to a point where like chat gets too busy to handle, me and Dan have a plan for that, and Kibby will be in the fold of people who get to be in the special Kibbe, chat. Kibbe's our mod. 
He could be. I don't know. But he, he'd get to be in the he'd be, get to be in the group of like the special chat that goes slow. That would be in like a Discord or something. He's one of the OG members. Um, if this is your first time listening to us, you can subscribe to us wherever you know how podcasts work. Wherever you get podcast apps, just subscribe there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. If you ever want to email us a random topic, you can do so. I think Kibby emailed us one tonight. I haven't had a chance to check it out. Uh, you can email us at this might sound stupid at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at TMSS underscore podcast. Next week, we got to try to get to Katie's random topic, which is just butts. She's pissed. It's been like three weeks that we haven't gotten to a random topic. So we'll try to get to butts. Because she did submit one. Um, yeah, we'll check in with our sponsors real quick. Joey the good boy. And his cute little feet. He got white little feetsies. Joey's a good boy. We're also brought to you by Mike Long, who designed all our graphics and who is a person that I adore. Congratulations, Mike Long. Yep. He and his wife are pregnant. They put it on Instagram, so you can say that out to the normal world now. I was going to say, I thought I was going to say that out loud. <laughs> yep, it's on Instagram. You can say it out loud. Uh, so congrats to them. Have a good night, everybody, and uh, just be cool to one another. Love you guys. We should have a camera that cuts to Mike, but he almost yeah, never... Should, he never tunes in because he's a jerk. Worst person I know. <laughs> Good night, guys. Love y'all. Bye-bye.